0: Today we begin a series tribute, in fact, to one of the great reggae legends, producers and man essential to the development of dub Lee Scratch Perry. As we move towards our Lee Scratch Perry tribute, I guess, he passed away about a month and a half ago, we go to uh, some of his early music. And of course, I had to call on our longtime reggae collaborator, Mossman, to get his take on the very strange career of Lee Scratch Perry and uh, his influence, the transition towards a more shamanistic, if not lunatic vision of the world and a very difficult to sometimes understand cosmology. But there's no doubt about the importance he played as an icon of reggae music and in shaping reggae music as it emerged out of the 1960s essential to uh, the early sound of Bob Marley and the Wailers and some of the classics of cultural reggae released in the 1970s. On CKUT 90.3 FM, our tribute to The Upsetter. 1970, The Wailers, produced by Lee Scratch Perry and the group known as Bob Marley and the Wailers, forming here with the instrumental group The Upsetters and a number of other collaborators and singers beginning to form this transitory sound of Bob Marley and the Wailers, Doopie Conqueror on CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. I thought we'd start our series on Lee Scratch-Perry with actually this produced track for the Wailers because it epitomizes a bit some of the conflictual processes creative and business-wise of Lee Perry, His importance along the steps in the evolution of reggae music in developing his own sound as well as that of others. From about 1968 to 1971-1972, Lee Perry was uh, an essential part of the development of the Wailers' sound. His Upsetters group, which would stay with him throughout the 1970s in several iterations, were in fact part of the rhythm section that would walk away and form the core sound of the Wailers in the 1970s. Doopy Conqueror, Small Axe, Kaya, classics from the Whalers repertoire that would evolve over time were influenced, obviously, by Lee Perry's production style, but also had an effect on, for example, the singing style and intonations of Bob Marley. In next week's program, we'll really begin to focus uh, on the early career of Lee Perry, who, by... 1971 and and that latter part of collaboration with the whalers had already been in the music business in Jamaica for over 10 years. He had tried to uh, create his own music and had a few successes in the 1960s. But uh, it's very reflective of the conflictual relationships he had with basically everybody he ever collaborated with uh, from his rupture with the three major sound systems and producers in Jamaica as he tried to launch his own career. And then starting in about 1968, he would set up his own studio production facilities leading to the famous Black Arc studio sessions and uh, his work with the, really some of the greatest of the reggae musicians. He was an essential part in the development and transition from rock steady to reggae in the 1970s. Today's program, we listen to a medley of his music, and I had a conversation with Mossman, our reggae collaborator, a little bit about his understanding of Lee Perry's career, uh, his importance, controversial as it is. He is undeniably an essential sound uh, in the reggae evolution. The 1980s marked a a really difficult period for him, and uh, sometimes it's really quite hard to understand uh, the dub versions and reality and vision he brought to his music in the 1990s. But he would continue producing music, creating music, until his death earlier this year. We continue with uh, words and sounds of Lee Perry, the upsetter on Funky Revolutions.
1: Upset, so far the ball. Away from me.
2: To me, what reggae mean? It interprets a dog, have a piece of cloth, tearing up together. Arr, arr, arr. You ever see the dog do that? That's the that's reggae. I'm not going to stop telling you up the dog, tear up the piercer. It's revolution. It's war. Oh, Is it loud
1: there? Who are oh, yeah. in a Babylon? Try Balou are in a Babylon. Is it loud there? Who are you saying? Is it Oh there? Who are in a Babylon? Try She bomb, she bomb, she not up on the scan. She bomb, she bomb, she not up on the scan. She bomb, she bomb, she not up on the scan. Look at the, the devil. disco devil dress out a disco wear. Cool a
2: too far to a story the upset mean also to upset people bring them up and another part of it is means to destroy them you understand it yes. so the word can do anything is a two-edged sword that means to say, I am the upset is not to upset the people which fighting against me and also mean to uplift the people and lift up the people and set them up. Who are with me? The words is visible and the words is invisible. Sharks of mighty. Sharks of mighty. Jump of mighty. God is ha, ha, ha. love of mighty. God is harking Finally, black heart Eat them evil, from evil, evil, the pitch He's evil, 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 God is talking South African chant Crescent Washington Garden And South, South African power There is a place in the sun Hope for everyone And there is a place for everyone It is not an evil man talking Sharks of Might and this is not an evil man. Cows Ganja calf, Ganja Talk. Ganja Hawk. And Ganja Speak. Katum. Katum, Katum. And Katumba. Katumba calf, And Katumba Win. There is an evil man. Lose the world. Listen to the devil and knows nothing. He knows not what he do. He knows not what he eat. He knows not what he drink. And he knows not what he think No, evil of God win. But evil is a cursed sin. Evil is a cursed thing. And evil is a cursed sin. We are a cursed king. And a cursed sin. And and of course he's a cause Stingy Kinnik Stingy 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 Kingy Queeny And Stingy Stingy Sting is a curse Sting is a curse Sin is a curse And Sting is a curse Eek Is a curse Eek Is a curse Siney is a curse and stinking ache are a curse yeah there is a man so evil that he give his soul for riches and wealth diamond and pearl for money and cash and lose his soul lose and lose his life listen to the devil he knows not what he do and forgive the devil for the devil know not what they do the devil of pussy and the devil of titty the devil of cock and the devil will fuck the devil will fuck the it enough cock and the devil of wood and devil is bad. But the devil can't be good. Evil is bad. And evil can't be God Evil cannot be God. Evil cannot be good. But good is good. And evil is bad. Evil is evil. And evil is weasel. And evil is weakers. And we will die, and beakers die So don't sell your soul For silver and gold have I none By the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Wake up and walk Get up and talk Sit up and walk and sit up and talk And sit up and talk Silver and gold have I enough Silver and gold have I tough Silver and gold have I rough But then you make Christ of Nazareth Get up on poop, Food, food, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Get up and shit Get up and shit Get up on poop Get up on spit Get up and scow, 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 Get up and ja, ja, ja Get up on rock, rock, rock Get up and pa pop, pop, Eat up and pop, eat up and hap, eat up and chop, and get up and slap, 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 yeah man, just like that.
0: Well, there's a guy who made an effort, let's talk about... Uh, uh, his, an effort in
3: the uh, evolution of the creative process, yes, wow, well... As far as an amazing kind of inspiration, as a Salvador Dali of music, I guess one of these guys—he would be something like that. So, um, did yes. Did Dali
0: do as much acidism in later
3: life? I know Scratch only did a, bit, a little bit acid. I think I've only heard of a few instances. So, um, Scratch was primarily like Dragon Stout, which is like this Jamaican-made beer that's nine percent alcohol and weed. Lots and lots of that. Apparently, the last year of this time before he burnt the studio down, his initial first burning it down, he was uh, sleeping about four or five hours a day and living off a dragon stout weed. <laughs> uh, but for a lot of people, that's their favorite. You know, that last year, year and a half, that's their favorite stuff. The most w- weird, experimental, kind of out-there kind of stuff. The,
0: the, the, the Black art stuff?
3: Yeah, I guess... If you kind of want to hear the soundtrack to Armageddon, I would recommend uh, Ras Michael and the Sons of Negus album called uh, "Love Thy Neighbor," which the title kind of was a little misleading as to far as as far as to how dread and heavy and experimental and kind of yeah it's uh, yeah very good album I'd say that that's one of those last ones like I think maybe about a month or two later he burnt
0: it down. <laughs> So,
3: what, how would you classify his, him? Uh, a an notor uh, uh, and uh, a musical genius uh, madman. Because he was definitely on the edges of, you know, within the psychosis realm. Extreme neuroses, full on. I mean, uh, extreme, yeah, extreme neuroses, full on psychosis kind of element, kind of a guy. But that's where the creativity came from, you know, the abstractions. The uh, ability to engage and that, you know, and love experimentation, and you know, um, he was someone. He was like a mystic in that he came from the countryside, and you know, his influences are very much of things like. Uh, I remember reading about um, how he loved driving a tractor or something like that, and he felt it in the seat, and he was feeling the rhythm, and you know, so his his growing up in the jamaican countryside was quite you know um impactful i think upon him of the creative process you know jamaican countryside you've been there it's beautiful it's you know it's mystical there is you know it's not as like what is now as much so but back in that time it was you know it's like you could even to this day certain areas you can just put yourself in there and it's like If you've never been there before and you were just dropped into there and you had to go walk through this kind of jungle valley, you think you're in the Garden of Eden. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, for um, as far as how we should remember, for sure. uh, 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 Someone that reveled in the creative process and reveled in living art, living art, being art. And twenty four seven, to the point of being, you know, kind of a little, definitely kind of the mad side for sure. But he, that's who he was, and that's what he loved to be, and that's what people loved about him so much. That's what I loved about him. That's you know, um, and it was very inspirational, just you know, to see somebody like to go through these trials and tribulations and get to the point of like finally getting you know recognized, you know, being this person that created this beautiful a lot of people referred to that stuff he did in the 70s as like living art and Perry knew that and very but very few people really fully appreciated that and it took years you know it took another 10 15 years to, for people to be like oh okay this is what that is you know it took like trip-hop and These other, you know, experimental beats, jungle, and all these other things to start in the early 90s to people like, oh, yeah, okay, like, yes, remixing and all these things. He's, you know, one of the forefathers for sure, you know, with King Tubby, obviously. You cannot talk, you can't talk about Scratch and not talk about Tubby. Um, Scratch would say that Tubby influenced him, or Tubby would say that Scratch, you know, they were both there together in that, you know, in the beginnings of those experimentations. In the late 60s with the music with all that stuff uh,
0: so that experimentation that you're talking about is is the creation the development the techniques of dub
3: of remixing essentially yeah. the beginning of remix in popular music and dance music rave culture all-night music culture drum and bass music rhythm based dancing music I mean it's so many different aspects it's the beginning of you know hip-hop with Uroy and king toby on the sound system so there's multiple things that birth came out of that of this of kingston so there was a huge exodus from the country into the city in the 60s because thinking people were in jamaica were thinking that jamaica is now kingston's gonna now, now going to become this new amazing place for work and culture and this and that and it did in musical in a musical sense it very much became that and all these people that came in there contributed that and Perry was definitely one of them, you know, this kind of country guy, this little eccentric kind of country guy that just was like an explosion of energy and creativity. And
2: People, repent. Creepers, repent. Teeth, repent. Say the rain man and the moon. Repent, says the cricket and the moon. Repent, says the cricket and the room. Repent, say the cricket and the palm trees. Repent. Mercy God, judgment come. Mercy God and judgment come. On the moon, cricket, on the moon, cricket, in the moon, cricket, in the school I don't de mundo
0: From the 2019 release Rainford, Lee Scratch Perry and Cricket on the Moon. This is the beginning of our tribute series to Lee Scratch Perry, the Upsetter. We started uh, back at the top of the program in this last hour with Bob Marley and the Wailers, "Lively Up Yourself," produced by Lee Scratch Perry. We also interspersed a couple of segments from a documentary called The Black Ark Interviews, easily found and released just a couple of years ago. From there, we also went heard from Lee Scratch Perry' I Am The Upsetter, one of his original releases as a solo artist, before taking on his own studio and serious production work in the late 60s. We also heard Max Romeo and The Upsetters from 1976, the album War in a Babylon the title track. We heard from Lee Scratch himself after our break, the Disco Devil remix from 1977. And then we also had another 2019 release called Roots Reggae Dub, Evil Man Loose in the World, featuring Lee Scratch Perry. We spoke with Mossman, a part of my uh, well, informal discussion on the genius and lunacy of Lee, Scratch, Perry. We'll come back with some of his introspection on the work and uh, evolution of Scratch's sound. And then we ended with Cricket on the Moon. I was Khalid, and uh, I do hope you have enjoyed our program. Many thanks to Donald Dogbo and the interview with him on the release of his first album, Kubli. A reminder, he plays tomorrow night at L'Astral. Reminding you as usual, free your mind. Our collective ass will follow as he was so much uh, later in his career recognized for the important work he did in the evolution of dub and its influence on electronic and dance music this is lee scratch with powers of dub from the album voodooism
1: yeah.